you get your finger out of your nose because the Patreon, uh, the patrons can see the video. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, everybody? It is Judgmentalist. You are uh, probably your second favorite host of this podcast here with Big Sexy Digital Nomad coming at you from uh, my office here. The legal address for Elton Magic here in Elton, Maryland. Uh, I am not speaking well today. <laughs> it is what it is. It's not going to be a problem in the podcasting world because, well, we got Big Sexy here to take the lead and it's episode 43 so we still have got 37 to go to get this thing right <laughs> what's up listeners how you doing good morning good afternoon and good evening whenever this is hitting your ear holes i hope it is good i hope everybody's doing well uh yeah thanks for for uh tuning in and and checking it out and man things have been insane just since we last recorded which was like two days ago Three days ago. Yeah. No. Uh, we recorded on Monday? Or did we record Sunday. on Tuesday? We recorded on, record on Sunday? Yes, it's like four or five four days. days ago. Remember I told you time is stupid here. Time is absolutely stupid here. It doesn't make sense. It goes by way too fast. Um, but man, a lot has gone down. So we've moved again, as you can tell by the, the background, except for... We've actually moved back to where we were before. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember where I was if we recorded here. I think I recorded here, but I think I was sitting on the couch. I was going to say, you might have been sitting at a different spot because yeah. I don't recognize your background. Well, I'm definitely in a different spot right now because I needed to plug in the laptop. And the way the plugs are distributed in this room uh is that there's there's not a place other than where I'm at right now to both have the laptop plugged in so I, my battery doesn't die and uh, be in a position so I'm not silhouetted by the sun, which is coming in through the terrace window, as it were, uh, here in beautiful Toromolinos. The weather's nice in Elkton. I can't say much more about the beauty of it. It's, <laughs> it's a I, fun town. We've had a real nice run on ticket sales for ton, what will be tonight's show at the time that we're recording this. For Eric Dillman, right? I saw you. Eric Dillman. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we are very, very close to selling this thing out. Um, I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, for comfort in the venue, it's basically a sold out show. I've nice. got two two different people now like originally this is one where somebody approached me right away saying hey i want 50 tickets to that show i'm going to do a thing with my clients um and then somebody else near the end reached out and said hey what do you got left and i was like 20 couple and he's like i'll take 20 so when you've got big batches like that you don't necessarily expect all those people to show show up right I've been kind of loose with the ticketing and if 10 extra tickets sell, then what I really want to sell, we'll make it work. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, 
and I have these, and and we always have, for whatever reason, a handful of people that buy tickets and don't make it to the it show. It just happens. Life happens. You know, people get get uh, make the arrangements and the plans, and then you know, uh, couples get into fights, or you know, people get sick, or you know, jobs suddenly start coming in and saying, "Hey, you need to go to work," and you know, plans change, things change, you know. Uh, and I, I believe me, I, I know all about plans and things changing because it looks like things are changing for us here and our future plans after we leave. Um, still very since, fluid. Since the last we spoke? Yeah. That oh, fast. Man. Yeah. So it turns out that um, while I informed uh, my wife that uh, one of the places where things were trying to stay when we got to the UK, we were no longer able to stay because they have a they have pets and we have a dog and the friend like, well we we you know you we don't think we can accommodate the dog. Well can't accommodate the dog, you can't accommodate us. Uh wife didn't realize what that meant that we couldn't stay there at all. And so those two weeks that we were planning on being there, uh shifted finances around and so we might not be able to make it to the uk at all interesting um because the it's just expensive it's really expensive to stay there did you have specific areas that you were looking to hit or were you just hopping out of the eu for a little bit oh no that was i mean both both we have to hop out of the eu uh, and there are specific people in areas that I wanted to go and, and see and do and hang out with um, and check out, you know. And Now, were you looking – in full disclosure to to our, our listeners here, where you're, you're, this, this conversation is unfolding live. So we this isn't hammed up. We haven't had this conversation. We're just legit talking here. Um, are you looking in London proper, like the city? Is that why it's expensive? The UK is expensive. We're looking all outside of London, around London. You know, uh, my friends live in Chesham. The other friends that we're planning to see live in Tring. Uh, Shout out to Joan Lakey and Chesham uh, and Alex. Shout out to Sam and Bree and Tring. Uh, A friend of mine, Harry, who we're going to try to stay with. Uh, They're the ones that have pets and a new baby. And, you know, a lot of changes have happened in their life. And it's like, so we can't stay with the dog. It was just us, sure, but, you know, again, with the dog, so no. Um, So we have to uh, try to make other arrangements, and other arrangements are expensive. The other thing is it's costly to fly out of of London to the U.S. Like, we're trying to find flights to the U.S., and those are becoming, you know, budget budget budgetally problematic as it were right um, and so uh we're now in the process of making the arrangements because the time that we have to get out of the eu is is coming up quickly um so we got to figure out the next steps so again like i can tell you listener this is a very very fluid um state of being and uh uh keep you updated stay tuned because uh, I trust me, not not even Big Sexy doesn't know where in the world Big Sexy will be will be next. Uh, we may very well move back in the states a lot sooner than we anticipated, 
and possibly for a lot longer than we anticipated. So we're waiting to see what's what's what. Interesting and fun. Well, I don't know how, how much fun it is. It's not quite fun. Well, it's stressful. It, stressful it, as fuck. It, it's yeah, I I get that because now you've kind of gotten into a little bit of a groove. You know, it's not like you've been bouncing constantly. I guess if you've been bouncing constantly, that you know, the more solidified and the more stable what you've been doing becomes, the more daunting, I guess, uncertainty becomes. And kind of. I mean, we still have been kind of bouncing around. It's just the problem with bouncing around. Actually, had we been more stable, we'd be in a much better place. But the problem with bouncing around is that starts to take up money. Right? Yeah. It costs yeah. to bounce, right? There, there's a cost in the bounce. Um, and uh, so that that begins to, you know, hit the – so you don't have time to sit someplace and, and, and uh, save up a stockpile for the future because you're too busy having to pay for the now, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, there are obviously a spectrum of types of people. And you know that there are some people, my wife being one of them, that will plan every iota of everything, color code that shit, all this stuff. And then, Mm -hmm. like, one thing that I've always wanted to do. And, you know, obviously it's a younger person's adventure than somebody that's in a situation like I am where I've got a family and I've got shit that I run and obligations and everything. But I've always been enamored with the idea of flying into a destination and, you know, let's say somewhere in Europe, doesn't matter where, kind of is the point of where I'm going with this, but, you know, to fly into location X on a day and have a return flight home from a totally different location two weeks later, three weeks later, whatever the appropriate time frame is. And other than maybe lining up where I'm staying the first night or two, not necessarily having every step planned. Right. But this is when I'm coming and this is when and where I'm going from but everything in between is is purely an adventure. Now, whether or not, I mean, I know that people make stuff like that work. Um, I, w- I would imagine that there are certainly elements of it that are a nightmare. And it's kind of weird because like, you know, you mentioned the financial elements of it. Like there, there's this weird kind of like paradox of when I was younger and had the freedom to explore something like that, I certainly didn't have the finances for it. Right. And, you know, literally the the things that allow me to currently have the finances to explore something like that are the anchors that keep me from being able to, be able to actually to do it. Right. Like when you have yeah. the time, you don't have the money. When you have the money, you just don't have the time. I mean, I could I could tell you right now, like I don't talk about it much on here and there's a reason uh, because this is big, sexy digital nomad and it's not pod therapy. (laughs) um, Practicing law and running a law firm sucks. Like it is a nightmare. It is stressful as hell. You deal with all sorts of fucking bullshit and shenanigans and everything like that. 
And I could tell you right now, and I actually had this conversation with a colleague recently, like if I could somehow orchestrate a scenario that allowed me to just step away from this for two months, not work part-time for two months, not work Fridays for two months, but just to legitimately be like, bro, I'm out. Every element of this is run by someone else for that period of time. Right. And not necessarily so that, you know, it's, it's a, you know, cause I get stints here and there where it's like, Oh, you know, like next week or the following, and we'll talk more about this because I feel the need to plug it. Uh, I'm doing that mini tour with Matt, but right. I'm going to sleep in my own bed probably every night of that tour, if not almost every night of that tour, because there's not a show on that tour that's further away than like four hours from my house. So there might be right. some late nights because I'm coming from, from Northeastern Pennsylvania to home and right. you know getting into bed at two o'clock. But for the most part, that doesn't count. I'll probably even spend mornings in the office, depending on locations of some of those shows. Uh, and there's an off day in there, but like, you right. know, so I don't mean like take a week or five days or, two weeks or 10 days or whatever it is off to go on tour. I mean, just take two months to do nothing, to just do nothing unless it's absolutely fun to relax, to reset, to whatever. Um, I don't know. It's not in the cards. I mean, the closest that I can get vacation wise is I think that in, when was it? 2021? August of 2021, my uncle who lives on the big island, Hawaii, talked me into finally, after trying for years and years and years to get me to come visit him, right? to go out there. Because I, he's love, got, I love Hawaii. Hawaii is amazing and gorgeous. It's it fantastic. It was amazing. And, and he's got rules about visiting him. And the rules are come whenever you want, but you better, you don't come for less than 10 days because- you just get so jacked up. Can I, can I get his number? You, know, and, uh, <laughs> um, you get so jacked up in the flight there and it takes a whole day practically to get there between right. the time change and everything. Like, so the first day that you're there, maybe even the second day, you're just adjusting and, and whatever. So like if you go there for 10 days, you're really only getting like a week long vacation. Um, that reminds me of, uh, uh I recently uh, interviewed, um, a digital nomad here by the name of Cami, and this is her story to tell. And I think she'd be okay with me mentioning this. Um, you interviewed her, right? I interviewed her, yeah. Okay, so uh, the story's going to get told. Well, I'm trying to remember if she told me on the interview or if she told us oh. while we were at coffee and tea. Um, anywho, she was talking about how uh, she had. Um, so, wait, are you a, potentially are you potentially giving us a scoop here that didn't come from Vital Vegas? Possibly. Because I, I heard all scoops need to go through Vital Vegas. Yeah, possibly. Okay, this is a big sexy digital nomad. My scoops are international. I mean, my my That's yeah right. my 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 scoops are international. See, I've been listening to Matt Madley way too long. That sounded wrong to me until I realized no, scoop is a different thing. Scoop is not just a person who listens to Ice Cream Social. Um, that uh, she is having a guest coming through, and uh, the guest was was. Uh, you know, Cammy, a planner, she booked everything out. And it was like, 
yeah, I have you set for 15 days. And the guest was like, 15 days, that's not enough for me to visit Malaga and, and do other things that I want to do. And I get that, right? I understand that now because, you know, if you travel, by the time you, you know, you, you got to get ready, then you got to get there. By the time you get there, that day's gone. And so you got to rest up. And the next day you might see a few things and then you got to get ready to leave and get everything together. And then you know, and that's a couple of days. So by the time you're done, you only really spent like nine days and that's just not enough. Yeah. And, and it, inevitably in a scenario like that, you find some of the best stuff near the end of the trip. And then it's like, ah, shit, now I got to leave. Right. That's, and that's been happening here. You know, as we get closer and closer to leaving, like I started doing these Tuesday and Toro Molinos parties and I'm starting to meet more people in Toro Molinos who are part of the Nomad group and hanging out with them. I was like, oh, but man, I got to leave in a week or a week and a half. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, I wish I'd have met you when we first got here. Then we could have spent more time together. Um, but, you know, I am the type of person to make the most of the time that I have uh, and, and build it up as big as possible. Uh, which brings me to uh, last night as of this recording, uh, which is a Wednesday night. And, you know, I don't know if people are paying attention. Wednesday nights is some kind of, there's always some kind of meetup event with the Digital Nomad Group. And I think last week I talked about the rooftop event uh, that I went to, which has now been three weeks in a row. The first one I didn't go to because they didn't like me because of my name. The second one I went to, uh, hung out with Sorry, a couple of people. Didn't like you because of your name? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I, I'm sure I told that story here, right? When uh, the when I put my name in for to go to the thing, and again, my name is Big Sexy. People who know, you know. Yeah. Um, they're like, no, this is the sorry. This group is for um, our group is uh, people who are calm and healthy. Uh, we don't uh, joke around here. Sorry, no. And so I went back to the person who told me to join the group, and I'm like, they they said no. They told me no. Uh, they're they're exclusive, and uh, uh, and that rubbed me the wrong way. So then the second time, my friend, I go, you should go this time. I got your name in. You can go this. Time. I thought, okay, fine, I'll go. I'll check it out. Got there, it was meh, meh, whatever. I didn't wasn't a fan. Um, again, also still a bad taste in my mouth. Like if you're exclusive, I don't really want to socialize. You know, if yeah. you, if you if you judge me before meeting me just based off of two words. I got two other words for you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so this time, so that was last week. Uh, Tuesday night, I had a party and I did another event in Toro Molinos. And this time, about 10 people showed up, uh, which is really amazing. Shout out to everybody who came out to Tuesday in the Toro Molinos. Uh, let's see if I can remember everybody. It was Javi, Jane, Luciana, Nas. Uh, Laura, and I'm gonna get to. I'm talking about Laura in a minute. Um, uh, Arcadio, uh, Maria uh, Marapaz, and me and the wife. And I think that's everybody. Yeah, that's everybody. Um, so shout out to everybody who came out. Really uh, happy to see you all and hang and chat with you all. Uh, I said I put a pin in Laura. I'll take the pin out now. Um, Laura was celebrating her birthday. Her birthday was yesterday, officially. Uh, so Tuesday night, uh, we're all hanging out. We're out on the beach. 
uh, at this cool place called Coco Bamboo. First, we went to El Gato, right? It was hilarious. I chose a place called The Cat so that we, we could bring our dogs. Um, okay. So we can bring the dog. And then Luciana could bring her two little doggies, uh, Shakti and Swami. Uh, so it was really cool, except for I didn't make reservations. And they were like, uh, hey, uh, you got one order to order. You got an hour to order food and eat the food because you don't have a reservation and we're going to start to fill up. And this is the first time I've been told that. Everybody there, like, he, what did he say? What that, That's not what? Wait, why? We're... We're ten people here, right? We're we're a bunch of people here. We're all spending money. We're all doing things, whatever. So once uh, everybody kind of got there, we decided to leave and go to another place. Uh, we left there and went to Coco Bamboo, which was this nice restaurant that had a little beach area sit down as well. So we sat down on the beach, hung out, and talked there. And then we find out that it's Laura's birthday the next day. And Laura's like, I'm going to the rooftop party. Um, and I, I don't think I'm going to go. And she looked at me. She goes, you got to go. And I'm okay, I guess I'm going. I mean, you know, twist my arm. But, you know, a beautiful woman tells me I'm going to a, a rooftop party that, I, that people want me to go to. Okay, I'll go. Uh, and so we make plans to hang out and go there together. So we hop on the train and ride out to Malaga Central. Uh, go to the Ladio. I think it's Ladio. Terrace, uh, I'll look it up later and whatever. Who cares? <laughs> and uh, but and, and, and people on my Instagram have been seeing photos from the event, so it was a lot of fun. Had a crazy amount of time. Big shout out to Laura, who's going to be on the podcast. We're going to interview her as well. Um, we just celebrate her birthday. She's from England, uh, so I got to chat. So we, you know, met, talked, and hung out there. Uh, a bunch of other people come. It's a much better event. And I realize that that kind of event is better when you go with a bunch of people that you know. Yeah, I mean, if it's a big event, having those a few people there that you can kind of bounce around and bounce off of, and there's that kind of little buffer comfort zone, certainly a plus. Well, and everybody um, else is there doing the same thing. They're all hip, hanging out and talking to the people that they know, right? And so, but it's always fun to sit back and watch. Uh, people who go to those meetups to, you know, hook up, people who go to those meetups to hang out, people who go to those meetups um, reluctantly. And I get to sit back and watch all that kind of happen. Then uh, a friend, Tiffany, showed up. Shout out to Tiffany, um, uh, who's an amazing and funny and lovely and wonderful. Uh, and we uh, all hung out, sat and drank. And I drank. Here's, here's what I found out. If you are next to the birthday girl and she is beautiful, when people buy her drinks, they buy you drinks. They'll buy you drinks too, right? Because because it's socially acceptable. To, you want to you're getting drinks for everybody. Everybody want to drink because you can't just ask her. So you want to drink? I be that guy. But like, do you your birthday? You want to drink whatever? But I'm a really good wingman. Every guy that kind of sauntered up and hit on her but hey yo it's her birthday you gotta buy her a shot and then of course since i said it i would so needless to say i got a little tipsy um was a lot of fun a lot of fun yeah you gotta turn it out every so often you know every blue moon so then after the after the uh rooftop party uh there was a dance party um and again 
I was iffy about the dance party. Laura was iffy about the dance party. But uh, one of the hosts uh, at the event, shout out to Dua, uh, again, gorgeous woman, says, are you going to the dance party? Oh, shit, I guess now I'm going. Are you, are you going? Yeah, I'm going. All right, I guess I'm going. I guess I'm going to the dance party. Arm, twist, out, dancing. Threaten me with a good time. Exactly. Uh, uh, oh, and oh, what a good time it was. I'm so glad we went. Um, and so we went and had a, a again a fun time dancing. I'm 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 still iffy about Malaga nightclubs, right? Because they all seem to tend to be small and somewhat packed, and a lot of quite a few people standing around. But there are pockets of dancing, which is cool. Um, yeah, uh, the, the 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 verdict's still out on, on on Malaga clubbing. However, people love to go. I mean, they're packed and jam. And then this is the interesting thing: the host of the roof. I gotta stop saying that. I gotta stop precursoring whatever I'm about to say with "this is funny" or "this is interesting." Let me just say it, and then if it's interesting or funny, it's for the listener to decide. As I was listening back in the, the, the last week's episode, I, I've been saying, oh, and this is the funny part. Like, I got to stop doing it and for, for my own benefit because I, I hate it when I hear it. Don't tell it. Just just say the story. So we'll see how well I get at not doing that. But the interesting thing is that if, if we go, huh, um, the, <laughs> the main host of the rooftop meetup <laughs> the, the main host of the rooftop meetup was also kind of hitting on the birthday girl so he invited the birthday girl and of course by extension me and then uh, an, uh, another Amer- I think another American who was there and the girl that he was hanging out with and then one other guy to another party right after that but it ended up just being me, Laura, uh, Miguel, shout out to Miguel, and Mateo, who's the host of the other event or whatever. And he got us back into this other club, the Cathedral Club, which is, as you might have guessed, right across from the Cathedral in Malaga Central. Uh, and anybody on my Instagram, you see me post pictures of the Cathedral. It's beautiful. It's amazing to be in a place where they have this just massive, gorgeous, cathedral, you know, just in the city center, right next to a nightclub or people puking and peeing in yeah. the streets and what have you. You know. Uh, so we got in there, danced, had a good time, shook our butts, uh, uh, celebrated. She got a, you know, a, a bottle of champagne with a firework on it, which is, okay, I got some video of that, some pictures of that, like you do. You know, and... Again, had a wonderful time. Again, happy birthday. Happy Pop from Mama Day to Laura. Uh, she's celebrating again. She's going to be celebrating for a while. So uh, big shout out from Big Sexy Digital Nomad on your birthday. And also, like I said, we're going to get her on the podcast. Uh, so listeners, stay tuned for that. Sounds like a lot of fun. I actually, it's funny because I don't know how much it happens in Europe, but here... There are a lot of – and it seems here to happen a whole lot. When here, I mean like in Maryland and probably surrounding areas, but I don't 
you know, I'm not really tuned into like everywhere in the States, but we convert a lot of firehouses, old firehouses into other things. Um, you know, downtown Baltimore has one that is a club. It has another one that is uh, like a microbrewery. On the West Coast, uh, they turn them into sub places. The firehouses? You never had a firehouse sub? Oh, well, I mean, the name <laughs> of the. But... That's a little one for the West Coast love. I, I actually fair, at, fire, firehouse subs uh, restaurants do have some of the best cookies that I've ever eaten for, for a, a produced cookie at a, at a yeah. sandwich place in Vegas. Phenomenal. There was a church, an old rundown church that was for sale for a very, very low price. And it had sat, on the uh, on the market for way too long, near where I am right now, and somebody got me to go take a look at it. And man, was this thing in bad shape! And they were having me take a look at it to potentially convert it into you know an entertainment venue. Right? There were elements of this that would have been absolutely perfect. Um, it wasn't in the town that I want it to be in because. You know, I've kind of branded this thing Elkton Magic. So, Damn right. you know, being just 15 minutes away doesn't seem like a big deal, but, Call it you know. Call Elkton-ish Magic. Yeah, <laughs> um, but boy, oh boy, for everything that was good about this place, there was another thing that was like twice as bad. Like the back section of it, like they just, there were, there were certain kind of, you know, and this was a thing, like churches would get the plot of land and then they would build like the main area. And then as the, the, the congregation would grow, they would expand out and then like build an, an office and then expand out right. and build some more and expand out and build some more. And, you know, one of the, the areas of this one had just, they just didn't upkeep it. Like, right. it, you know, the, the, the ceiling was, busted and now the weather's getting in and it's just going to shit so you know i think that the town ended up buying it and is working on you know putting something into it but i would have spent i would have spent three times as much getting that thing into usable and safe condition you want to like you don't and i don't have those skills you know yeah like if i were a guy that was like a handyman and had friends who were It'd be, I'd be looking at it with totally different eyes. I mean, you have like, friends who are handy, handymen or whatever, but you'd have to fly them in and you're going to spend all your money just getting them to Elkton right. as opposed to you know, uh, already being in the area. I'm a fancy law talking guy. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's what I do. And, you know. Right. You got too much construction going on already. Anyway. The, the, the extent to some of this is that I, I mow my own lawn. Look at you go. Um, because I have a lot of land and I've got one of those, um, zero turn mowers and it takes like two to two and a half hours to do it. And that's where I catch up on some podcasts because I've got a set of those Bluetooth, um, noise canceling or sound canceling earphones. And I just link up to my phone and I throw on, um, you know, like most recently, the last time I listened to an episode of Pod Therapy. Nice. Um, Shout out to the I, Pod I, Therapy guys. 
I, hey, buddy, nice podcast. That, that one. That's a good recently. one. Um, Are you caught up on uh, Ice Cream Social now? I am. So the the newest episode Not, dropped this. I, yeah, I, I haven't listened to the newest newest episode. And because again, where I, the, I told you, uh, I told you, I told you now, but last night I got, I got, I got pretty. Uh, I think it hammered. I think it drunk. But I had a very nice uh, tipsy buzz going on, so I went, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I slept it. Let's say I slept in today." Yeah, I've had uh, had those days. <laughs> now you're getting ready to we'll, perform, is that right? What's going? Yeah, um, no. Um, so Diddleman's show is tonight. Diddleman being a uh, a mentalist. I felt the need to shift gears and not open for him doing mentalism. I, I, you know, it's as much as I would love to put on my resume that I've opened for somebody like Eric Dittleman, I didn't feel that it was appropriate. And there are some mentalists that get started in magic and have a proficiency in magic and then kind of shift toward mentalism. Eric's one of them. Um, That's not me. Like I got started in magic and learning about magic and I found mentalism very quickly. So there are a lot of things that magicians will do performance wise that I just never took the time to build up, build up the proficiency in. Gotcha. So, um, you're not doing a whole lot of sleight of hand stuff or. Yeah. So I'm going to MC the event. I'm not going to do any sort of effects, which I think is important to be able to do that sometimes to, nice. you know, to be there, but not be the focus of the attention to not be the star of the show, right. but to make sure that everything goes smoothly and tie it all together. Um, you know, because we're still doing the same format where uh, Bernardo Rodriguez, who's a local guy, um, who's really helped me a lot with, with a lot of the Elton magic stuff. Um, he's been emceeing the shows that I've been opening for. So we've kind of flipped that script now. So he's going to open? He's going to open. And he's he's a mentalist as well, but he came from that traditional magic background and then got into mentalism. Right. So, you know, when I approached him, I said, hey, you can do magic, not mentalism for this show, right? Absolutely. Okay, great. Um, you know, like there are traditional, and I'm not saying that, that Bernardo's going to do any of this tonight, but like I've never really done cups and balls. Like I know it. Right. I've never done linking rings, but I know it. But again, I don't physically have the dexterity. Well, not that I don't. I haven't practiced it. I don't know right. the moves it, it, to it, do. You, you don't have a, it's not performance ready. I, I don't have the proficiency in it. You know, it would take me. And those are very complicated, like muscle memory uh, things that it would take me more than, you know, I would need that two months off that I talked about earlier and say, okay, I'm going to learn the the cups and balls and literally devote. And that's the kind of person I am. That's, that's the other reason why taking a hiatus like that won't work because then I'll just get inundated with some other shit that I've chosen. <laughs> of course you will. Of course, you um, and then you get so torn up in that, then you need a break from that. Because I don't just sit and do nothing. But um, yeah, so he's doing that. He and I actually have uh, a show that we're putting together. Um, we've got two iterations of this in the works. One that has not, one that will be announced to the public by the time this episode airs. Awesome. Um, but, but it's. Or then can it's you announce it to the public now? 
Yeah, I'll announce it to the public now because they won't hear it. They won't hear it because it's already been announced elsewhere. Yeah, the show concept is called Between Two Minds, and it was going to be a traditional two-person show. So he and I were going to perform this together. We'd have a lot of individual bits, but then we'd probably have over the course of an hour, like three or four bits that we'd do together. Nice. And we were starting to put this together because we thought we were going to have a show up in Maine. Um, and then that show just like the, the, the promoter and the booker for that show just kind of ghosted and disappeared. So, uh, yeah, it happens. Um, I know it it does. It's fucking sucks. So we hadn't really solidified anything. And then I went and I learned the stage hypnosis and I'm like, dude, I got an idea. We still keep the between two minds name. We still keep all of the illustrations and everything that we've taught, you know, cause we've got this ready to go like if you go to between the number two minds.com you'll see a landing page that has you know the our imagery there it's now going to be a two-act show so he's going to do about a 35 to 40 minute mentalism show okay that we'll have an intermission and then i'll do a 45 minute 40 to 45 minute stage hypnosis show nice the timing on this obviously is going to get tweaked over time. Like our first show is July 28th. It's actually a fundraiser show for the local boys and girls clubs uh, where I am. It's actually in the next county over in a historic opera house. Uh, Tickets will be on sale by the time this episode drops, yeah? It's actually been on sale. And if you're interested in going to this, whether it be to see this or to support this cause, it's actually in Havre de Grace, Maryland. So it's about 30 minutes from it excuse me, from Elton, it's in an old historic opera house that unlike that church I mentioned earlier has been meticulously maintained. This place is beautiful. I did a big comedy show there last month. It's awesome. Was it an Um, ancient firehouse? I think it was always, it's actually, there's a firehouse behind it. Um, Ah. Nothing to do with the building other than it's right next door. In the backside of a firehouse, you feel comfortable. So that'll be the first run through for the public of that. And then the next, the August Elkton magic show is going to be on Thursday, the 24th. By the time this episode drops other, well, by the time this episode drops publicly, you know, the patrons are going to get the video version of this in Patreon almost as soon as I get it compiled. Um, So the Patreons are going to get this today or tomorrow uh, in video, but um August 24th is going to be between two minds at Elton Magic. I've already had somebody contact me about doing another fundraiser show in Delaware. So there's going to be a, you know, like with everything, like this is not, we haven't fully scripted this. We've got about 90% of it done. We know kind of the direction and the theme and the feeling that it's going to be. But again, it's going to be a kind of, hey, let's do the live run through and then watch it and tweak it right? and iron some things out. And then we'll do it again in Elkton in August. And I'm sure we'll refine it some more, but the, really the plan is to make it an ongoing act where we've got it. This is the show. It's in the can. Let's get it booked. Um, I love it. Yeah. It's fun. The imagery's fun. Um, he's got a really great mind for this stuff. He's connected to 10 times more people within the community for kind of feedback and thoughts 
than I am at this point in time. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking awesome. forward to doing it. It allows me to do and be involved in all of the things that I want to do. It allows me to explore stage hypnosis without completely disconnecting from the magic and mentalism world, because clearly we're going to be, you know, the cool thing about it with the setup that we have now is that I'm going to be his sound and tech guy. Oh man. Okay, cool. And he's going to be my sound and tech guy. So awesome. making it that. So has he done show. sound and tech? Have you, has he done sound and tech before? This is not super complicated stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not gonna. It's not like we're gonna have like this big ass. There's not a huge production level to. Has this. he it's, done sound and tech before? Is is my question. Yes. Okay, so you're gonna sound amazing. I hope so because he'll, that's he'll, some- he'll be all right. <laughs> I will press the buttons when he says the things that cue me to press the buttons. There you go. And as I mentioned already. This is going to be kind of a work in progress for at least probably for the rest of 2023 of us ironing it out and being like, that was really good. This was, this could go. You need to go on the firehouse tour um, in 2024. So what we're going to do. The the, the remodeled firehouses. I'm certainly not opposed to doing that, but we're going to do a bunch of fundraiser shows. And basically the blueprint for that is very, very simple. As we get this thing up and going, and probably for the rest of the year, as long as it's a day trip, meaning that we don't we're we're coming home and staying in our own beds after the right. shows, we're going to do these shows. So this is a shout out to anybody that's in this zone, or even not in this zone, because I'll get into the the stipulations of it. Um, who has a nonprofit that they want to raise money for? Um, we will come do the show for the lesser of $1,000 or 50% of what you bring in in ticket sales. That way, if for whatever reason the show doesn't sell very well, you're not paying us more money than you brought in. Um, Additionally, if it does sell very well, if you get a very large venue, whatever, and you make a ton of money, our fee is still capped at 1,000 bucks. Nice. If we've got to go and stay in a hotel, we're gonna do it for 1,500 bucks. If we've got to fly somewhere, then we'll talk about the cost that's associated with right. that. Um, but we're not looking to jack anybody up. We're not making looking to make a lot of money on this until we've really, you know, are, are we trying, are we thinking big and trying to put together a show and develop a show that could tour and do big venues? Yes. Right. Are we expecting that to happen overnight or even by the end of 2023, absolutely not. Um, but we are very much beginning with the end in mind. Um, mm-hmm. Sound like a couple of guys I met last night. They were, was that? They were thinking about the beginning with the end in mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's what you got to do. Because otherwise, if you think very, very small, whatever you're doing is going to stay small. Um, Although some of these guys, they're going to stay small no matter what. Are you, are you referencing guys that were just trying to hook up with the birthday girl? Or are we talking go. about something? Ding, 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 ding. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been talking about something legit, but then I, I could like, have, oh, this, but it's me. It it's me we're like talking that. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, 
you're, you're definitely in a world where, where you're meeting a whole sorts of different types of people, which I, I think is fantastic. I tell you what, all sorts of different kind of people. And the funny thing is, when I'm meeting so many different people, so many of them are the same. Like, um, again, life. coming from Vegas. Such is life. life. Yeah, and coming from coming from Vegas, you know, it's amazing to watch. Uh, you know, again, the birthday girl, people buying the drinks. She absolutely got white girl wasted. You know, and I've seen her that 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 archetype, that character type, hundreds of times over in Vegas nightclubs, right, or at karaoke events, right. Uh, the 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 older guys who's trying to hook up with or hang out with and trying to impress her with drinks and, and, uh, you know, getting in too close to conversation over and over again. Yeah. 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 yeah but you definitely need to do the firehouse. I, I want, I want to talk about fire. Now, now I'm intrigued to see how many actual firehouses and, that we can get. Yeah, and, and why are the firehouses abandoned because they they upgraded the firehouses? Like all of a sudden, oh. I'm suddenly concerned about firehouses on the East Coast. So let me ask you this: how how refined does is this challenge to do firehouses? Because can they be active firehouses? Ooh, yeah, I think that'd be amazing if you could do. Look, if you have if you did the the firehouse fundraising tour, yeah. One, I love alliteration. If you know me, know I love alliteration. So uh, the firehouse fundraising tour would be interesting, whether it be an abandoned firehouse or an active firehouse. Now that doesn't mean you go find an active house on fire. That's something different, right? That's different, yeah. Right, um, but you, I mean, you know, you can maybe get, even get in conjunction with the 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 you know the firefighters do uh, charity events. Absolutely. So, um, and I'm just looking at my calendar to see when this drops. So this drops to the normal listeners on the 19th. If you want to see me performing in a firehouse, get to Elkton, Maryland, Sunday, this Sunday, the 23rd, you will see Bernardo and myself performing at a firehouse. And then when you're done with us fucking around on stage, you get to see Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler, do his full show. Get out. Uh, We've come full circle to this thought and this idea. That's actually in the banquet facility of a modern active firehouse. In fact, if you go through the main entrance, you get to see all the trucks. Oh, that's, that's lovely. That's lovely. I I was, okay, I'm going to jot this. And, And it's, and it's kind of, you know, it's it's such a bad thing to hope for bad things to happen. You but really you want fire to happen while you're performing, don't you? I don't want to want to be in the middle of the show and have the fucking siren go off and have trucks roll out. You don't want that to happen because of what it means, right? But you want the shenanigans, but you, you but know? you but you want it in between acts because you not if not. If Matt's on stage. Well, if Matt's on stage, it. yeah, he can run with it and whatever happens. I mean, yeah, yeah. He'll he'll but take if, it down a whole But if you're doing a hypnosis. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing oh, no. in that show. Oh, if you're doing, I'm a, only doing, like, if you're doing a mentalist act, right? That's not a between two minds show. But you don't um, want to fire right before any kind of punchline or any kind of big reveal. Oh, of course not, yeah. I mean, you don't want that at all. But True. Um, so anyway, that show, you can go to ElktonMagic.com and get tickets for that. 
Um, it's not gonna, it shouldn't sell out because we're in a much larger room than we were supposed to be. I don't know if I've told this story on here. Did I tell the story about the, uh, the casino show that we were supposed to do and then they were just like, "Eh." yeah, Yeah. so that's just the rescheduled show. So it was supposed to, it was originally billed, um, (laughs) oh gosh, I just saw something and laughed about it. Um, That has to do with another one of Matt's shows on the tour or something oh, Brogan yeah. said. Because um, I was flipping through trying to find the promo code and what the percentage off was. Right. Um, so this was one that originally was dropped into the tour that the casino was using to really promote and push out to their people. So we weren't planning on putting any abnormal promotion or push into this show because it was going to sell itself. Like that was not our role in that show because the casino wanted the show. They had reached out to me. They originally wanted to do something in May or June. And I was like, "Ah, ah, push it to July because this is happening and it's going to be much better for you. Trust me. You know, you've, you've hired me to be the expert to find you the right person for this. They're, they're coming. Um, Shifting from the, we're not going to need to promote this to the, now we're in a room that's going to be set up for 500 people. So (laughs) it won't sell out. If it does sell out, then I'm in the wrong line of work. I should be a show promoter. Um, It's not the kind of work I want to do. In fact, I've spent an exorbitant amount of money to promote Elks and Magic, more money than I probably should have. And it'll take me a long time, probably till the end of the year or into next year to recoup this money to make sure that selling the tickets is not the the hardest part of the job and is not the most work that I'm doing. It's finding great acts. Um, But um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be great. It's uh, like I said, July 23rd. So it's the Sunday following this dropping. And if you enter our promo code, safe travels at checkout, you're actually going to save 30%. Look at you go save that 30%. And the tickets start as low as 20 bucks. So I think that brings them down. Let me do the math on the calculator here. $14. And then the VIP with the meet and greet, those are like 45. So the discount would also apply to those. You're looking at spending like 32 bucks for the, to, to get seating in the front two rows and a meet and greet and everything like that. So for 30 bucks, not bad. Um, use promo code safe travels and just come out and see the mind noodler. And then you get to see Bernardo. You're going to want to get that VIP. You really are. The the people you're going to meet and chat with and talk are, are pretty amazing. And this one looks like Vegas shows in as much as like right now, um, let me see what we're dealing with. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna walk around. No, I'm not gonna walk around Malaga. I'm gonna Jeep. I'm gonna Google search in Malaga if they have firehouses. Yeah, well, they've got to obviously. They have to, um, right? Yeah. But I haven't seen any. The the, that I know the VIP is almost fifty percent sold for that show already. Oh, wow. So nice. twenty three of the fifty seats. Uh, in the front two rows for the VIP are already gone. So if you're interested in that, get on it now. Um, but yeah, that should be cool. Again, that we're that's Bernardo and I opening for Matt. Um, so it's going to be basically three different hunks, Bernardo, myself, and then Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not doing the Between Two Minds show. Bernardo might do some of his material from Between Two Minds. I will be doing whatever my normal set for the tour with Matt is. 
um, which will include my staple gun routine. So anybody who's heard of that or seen that, um, that is that is definitely going to be in there. I'm toying around with a few other things because I still have about uh, nine days to figure this all out. So um, <laughs> good luck. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm doing I'm, material that I'm I'm, I'm not coming I'm, up with I'm so material for this. Yeah. So um, it's it's only a matter of making decisions. Um, it's not coming up with or finding stuff, which is great. So speaking of coming up with or finding stuff, how do people find you? Oh, look at that segue. Look at that segue to end, end the episode. Um, and, but it felt right. In fact, we're probably about four minutes before I would normally do that, but I'm like, no, grab the segue and run with it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's what you do. Uh, so the cool thing is, is uh, we actually have quite a bit to promote uh, now. Um, yeah, it might take seven and a half minutes to get through all this. It really would. It really might. So uh, the basics, of course, are, are the Instagram and Twitter at Big Sexy Nomad. Uh, be sure to check those out. Follow that. Um, uh, that there's a lot of happening on the social media. I've really begun posting a lot on, especially on Big Sexy Nomad, and building up the stories and doing that every day. Especially here in Toronto, Milano's being able to take a picture, the daily picture of the bull at the butthole. Uh, I've been able to to keep that up and going at least until we leave. And again, wherever we go, you know, social media is the easiest way to follow us. I, I don't really tweet. Uh, I am on Thread. We are we are on Thread now at Big Sexy Nomad as well. But that was easy because it's tied to Instagram. So uh, creating that was really really simple. And uh, of course, me individually at Who Is Big Sexy. Um, I try to I try to post their more personalized things that aren't quite podcasty, but yet I always still end up tagging the podcast anyway because I am the brand, yeah. I am part of the brand, and so I got to build that Let's up. Be real. Well. You are the brand. I'm I, the guy behind. I am brand. the brand, right? And um, I am I am a okay with that. That was the plan from the beginning, and here we are. Yeah, and here we are. Um, yeah, and then, oh, check out our merch. Uh, yes. We have a merch store at whereisbigsexy.com, and that's where, like, you're putting on clothes, like you're wearing clothes. Get it? Get it? Whereisbigsexy.com? Yes, W-E-A-R. Yep, go there. Uh, grab some cool merch. Uh, again, shout out to Brogan, uh, who is currently our artist uh, at, at hand. We need some more graphic artists. If you're a graphic artist, and want to um, get your feet wet, uh, listen to the episode or listen to episodes and, and come up with some cool artwork uh, based on that. We'd love to see that kind of stuff. We'd like to promote it, share it, and and uh, boost boost your images as well. Um, and then, big news. I realize we're talking with the butthole.com. Did you really get bull with the butthole, bull with the butthole.com? And it already forwards to the Patreon. That <laughs> set it up. If you go to boardwiththebutthole.com. We've that... been talking about it. We had no idea. You said it. I was like, that's it. It's got to be available. We literally click, click, click. If you saw me clicking on the Patreon or you heard me clicking on the audio feed, you just saw me get and set up. And it still may take like 10 minutes from your perspective right. to see it and stuff. We'll take you to our new Patreon. Uh, right now, there's only one tier. 
Uh, it's just a quick instant submission. But what what you're going to get, for, it's a dollar a month, and what you're going to get for that buck uh, is access to our video feeds. Um, you're gonna- you get to see the excitement in my face when I revealed to you bullinabutthole.com. Yes, you'll get- Anybody could have heard it in my voice, but seeing it in my face, there it was. You get to see me laugh and smile. And then now, of course, I realize that I'm, I'm, I need to start working on my lighting and making sure I'm lit better now that people are going to be seeing my face, actually. So uh, episode 44 and beyond will be really good. But there's, a, there's some other episodes previous that I look amazing. So uh, that stuff will be there as well. Also, uh, you'll get access to uh, some magic videos, right? Um, yeah. Um, you will probably, you will most likely get, I mean, this whole thing started by us talking about how I need to do some behind the scenes stuff during the tour with Matt. So I'm going to do some of that video. I have no idea how much of that's going to happen or what that's going to involve, but it's going to get dropped there. Um, any of my performance videos that I would not necessarily release to the public, you're going to get raw and uncut. So stuff that I would normally just upload to YouTube as a, as an unlisted video to send to mentors for them to kind of tweak. I'm going to throw most of that there unless there's something. I mean, if it's really terrible, then I'm probably still going to throw that there too. Because even more so. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Any, any parody songs you guys recommend that, uh, I do. I'll I'll write it out and record it, and then I'll drop the lyrics there and uh, an audio recording of me trying to sing it uh, as well. Whether it be good or terrible, we'll drop those there as well. Um, and also, uh, there'll be other things in there. Uh, there'll be swag, and then we're just building up that following and building that up and building that up. Um, so, oh, and the interviews. That's the other thing we're going to drop there. Yeah. Our Big Sexy uh, uh, has been, I'm about to talk about myself in the third person. What the hell is wrong with me? Uh, <laughs> I've been interviewing a bunch of digital nomads. So we'll have a uh, digital nomad section of the interviews will be dropping. And when I interview, those will drop immediately. Listeners, we've been talking. And talk- uncut our little intro, outro stuff. Right. Um, we have been discussing. Oh, play the production. Play the production. Drop. <laughs> production meeting. All right. So we have been discussing uh, getting these interviews out to you guys faster. So Big Sexy Digital Nomad may start dropping two episodes a week. No, not two episodes. One episode a week. And one with some bonus and that. one bonus content dropping later in the week, and the bonus content will be the interviews that I keep conducting, so that one people who get interviewed aren't waiting weeks and weeks and weeks to hear themselves on the radio because we know if we interview you kind of want to hear yourself and you don't want to have to wait, you don't want to forget about it before you know it drops. And two other listeners who are like you know you're gonna tell you tell their friends about it. Hey, I want to hear. The interview, yeah, I told my mom, I told my dad, I told my brothers, and I told my friends, and they're all want to hear the interview. We want to get those out as soon as possible. So we'll start dropping those interview episodes uh, weekly as well, and it'll be just just the interview itself. And there won't be a whole lot of banter back and forth um, between Judge and I. It'll just be mostly me, us introducing uh, the interview and then playing the interview. 
part of that's also because I keep recording longer, longer, longer and longer interviews. So that means our band will be smaller and smaller. And to try to do that once a week wouldn't be that great. The forwarding is live. Bullwithabutthole.com. Um, Love it. We got so... Yes, go to bullwithabutthole.com and that'll take you directly to our Patreon. That makes me so immensely happy. And yeah. we got photos that go with it. We really do. It's oh. better when it's organic. Oh, love it. It really <laughs> is. Everything is better organic. Everything is. So yeah, go check that out. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the support. Subscribe. Uh, you can uh, you can support Big Sexy Digital Nomad. Um, yeah. Elk to Magic. Just just hit up all the Elk to Magic stuff. You'll find me through there. Um, I don't care where you are. If you're nowhere near Elkton, if you're on the other side of the world, just the following, the liking, any sort of interaction with it helps kind of get the word out about it. We've got a TikTok. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing there. Um, yeah, any tips? I also have a TikTok, but yeah. Definitely helpful because the audience is growing and growing. Like I said, we're probably by the time the show starts, we will have actually sold out the Diddleman show. We're very close to it. I'm super excited about that. Um, it's just, it's, you know, it's getting better and better. And, you know, there are talks to possibly move this into the larger venue at some point in time. So we're not, you know, we're, we're hermit crabbing this thing. So if it gets big enough to the point where we can move from the 160 person venue to the 500 person venue and configure it, um, we're going to do it. And because they've been lobbying very, very strongly to get me there. We are most likely doing a show there in November. Um, And, um, you know, they want to work with me. I want to work with them. Not that I, there's no problem with where we are right now, but. Bigger is better, baby. Bigger is better. Exactly. So. um, Yeah. Hit up the Elk to Magic stuff. Awesome. We'll talk about talk about between two minds a little more as it solidifies so excellent boom. and i want to give a shout out to uh to mike donnelly if you know (laughs) (laughs) safe travels